podcast. Marvin, how are those July beans? It's 2019. Oh, Jesus. I, I am so tired. I've been this tired since I did morning radio. So, so is, this the the I, is this the middle of your night or was that earlier? No, this is my, this is my morning, man. This is my breakfast time, but because we went to training camp, I didn't get to sleep till, uh, let's see, with a, with a normal person of about three in the morning. Yeah, yeah, that, that's very that's very true. Um, to get I, up at six a.m. But but it was a well worth it trip. I mean, we made it down there. We 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 continued the tradition of going to Bourbon A to see the Chicago Bears training camp. Guys, thank you all so much for listening to live at the Sports Attic here. You can uh, you can reach us on Facebook Live. Leave us a message there if you'd like to uh, to comment there. You can also give us a call. Uh, the call, the line for that, Al, is 760-454-8834. 760-454-8834. Well, pal, we did it. We left, uh, we left your neighborhood at 620 this morning. Oh, my and, God. Uh, yeah, that was pretty early for me. Very, that was early morning. I was where you are now. Flipping yeah, but around. you're usually up so, at that time. Yeah, I, you know, I get up at 5-ish. I, I woke up early, like 4.30 or something. I was kind of concerned because you've been giving me hell lately about my uh, promptness, my uh, my ability to show up on time. But this is twice now that I've picked you up for a trip over an hour long in the last week or so where I have been there on time. Well, I can't give you any shit because you were indeed on time, and that's a, that's a character trait of a, of a good person. So congratulations on being a better person, and I'm glad I could help you get there. Uh just like you helped me get to Bourbon A this morning, just like we uh, we saw Bears training camp. And, uh, yeah, things are uh, – well, you can't tell much from training camp. You know, it's a lot of uh, guys standing around and uh, drills and, and horns and uh, the sun, the heat, and uh, people standing in front of you with pom-poms and, uh, you know, a lot of leaning on things because you didn't bring chairs. Leaning on a pole in the hot, hot sun. It's walking to get uh, merchandise to pick up this year's annual training camp hat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get, we get there, we find seats, 
uh, pretty decent seats. We get the seats, and then Clark has a meltdown. He has to he has to find some hat, which they weren't even selling. This was so we had. You were we, we, no, no, this is all true. So then we, we so we have to leave our seats to go uh, to go get the, these these stupid uh, spend money. Now, mind you, we're you know we're half out of it. It was a long drive, and uh, I don't know. There was some kind of skunk by the car when we got out. So it's interesting. It, you know, it was hard to maneuver going into the, that gift shop, and there's people everywhere. And then next thing you know, we get back, and of course the seats are gone. There's no seats, so we end up uh, uh, standing in in the heat. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was wonderful. Yeah, I uh, I enjoyed myself. Immensely on the trip, uh, we it, it was warm. As you mentioned, there aren't too many things that you can tell that are going on. But uh, a couple of the things, like uh, I saw David Montgomery, uh, I was able to watch him, and he was getting the ball a lot, and it seems like he can keep up and battle through in a few situations. I, I remember one drill where he kind of was moving the pile a little bit even. Uh, good things out of him. I was seeing uh, – a few other things out there. Um, let's see. Uh, Ridley, I, I was able to see that he, while he, he did have pads on for the first time since his hamstring injury, Riley Ridley, I was able to see that he, he really didn't do too much today. So I think they're just going to kind of, they're really taking it easy with that rookie there uh, who could hopefully be another weapon for Mitchell Trubisky in this upcoming season where we, where we want the offense to be improved. We want to continue to improve under Matt Nagy. Would would you agree with that? Uh, well, of course. Like why why yes, every year well, you yes. want your offense to improve. Exactly. Are you running for public office? This seems like a pretty pretty low hanging fruit with that comment. Um Why are you so concerned about this Ridley guy? Like you, you brought it up like three times at the camp and now you're you're leading uh you're leading with Ridley tonight. Just things that I noticed out there. It was just different things that I that I was paying attention to. Ah, damn it! I was gonna try to look for uh, John Franklin the third, and I didn't even pay attention to number thirty-seven. Uh, he was from the uh, the first season of that Netflix show. Uh, oh, this is his second year in camp. I think he spent last year on the Bears uh, roster. Uh, your Netflix won that second chance. You, he was on that first Ryan. season. John Franklin the third. Okay. Yeah. Um, well. Well, I saw uh, Cordell Patterson catch some beautiful passes. Uh, he's he's got some really good hands, and uh, I'm I'm excited for what he's going to contribute to this offense, not just on special teams, uh, but also maybe as a slot guy. Uh, Allen Robinson looks good as well. You know, he he got uh, his his size, his height. There wasn't a lot of um, there wasn't a lot of spectacular pass catches. There weren't a, a lot of spectacular. Uh, passes thrown. Uh, Mitch looked all right. I, I can't say he looked good, uh, but he he did look okay. And uh, yeah, it, it was. I, uh, I kind of noticed uh, eighty three uh, Javon Wims, uh, the second year guy out of Georgia. There, uh, he 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 was getting a lot of reps, and he made a couple of nice catches as well. But as as you said, there there's just not that much to see. Yeah, Marvin Hall, he he dropped a couple passes. Yeah, I did see that. You know, Absolutely. you want you want we we should probably shit on somebody. It's it's Marvin Hall. Did you see Matt Nagy complete a touchdown pass to Wims? Matt Nagy? Yeah. 
I think no. it was on the other side. But uh, it, it's out there on Twitter. I didn't see it either. I didn't. I I missed it. But Matt Nagy threw a touchdown pass uh, with Kyle Fuller guarding him. You know, it was just kind of a funny moment during camp that I that I missed actually. Because you know you kind of get separated by size. Ooh. Sometimes you're on the the one yard line, and there's a lot of players in between. So sometimes it is difficult to see down there. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Well, I'm very tired today. I uh, I got uh, I I woke up. I felt nauseous, and uh, and you know you text like seven times. And uh, actually, it wasn't bad. Somebody else was texting too, so it was like a right, double. Yeah. I knew, I knew that you were trying to grab sleep. I didn't text all of that much. So I got up like 15 minutes ago, and uh, yeah, I feel uh, I feel pretty miserable. And it's a it's a warm day in the attic today, of course, as you know. And uh, it's uh it was a warm day out there. It's a warm day in the attic, huh? Did you crank on yeah. that AC? Open up the door. Well, yeah, the ACs, I got the two engines rolling tonight, but, uh, you know, I'm kind of in the dead zone in between. The studio's, like, right in the middle where it doesn't yeah. quite cool, yeah. so. Uh, this, morning, you, uh, this morning, uh, what do we do after after training camp? Well, we what went to we uh, Cracker Barrel. That's right. That was amazing. That was absolutely fantastic, Al. I'm glad that we were able to make it there. Uh, the meal was great. The company you know, was great. The coffee the beautiful, was hot. The beautiful thing about the Cracker Barrel is, A, it, it didn't set us off course. It wasn't like a, an extra 40 minutes added onto the course. Uh, two, there was no wait. There, there wasn't uh, a 40-minute wait. And if there was, they had nice seating inside with air conditioning. And then mm-hmm. uh, three, you know, you can't beat those prices in that meal. So uh, I highly recommend the Cracker Barrel. Would you say you enjoyed the company? Did you, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You had a good break with me there, right? Yeah. Well, there was the table next to us. They were like construction workers or something. They were very nice. Yeah, and, and then uh, the police officers, and then the uh, the navy guy, and pretty soon we had all of the village people there. It was really neat. It was great. YMCA. Uh, I'm glad to hear that uh, that you enjoyed your time there because. Uh, I couldn't help it, but earlier today I was able to uh, – I was just happy to be listening to last week's episode of the podcast. And uh, I'd just like to go back because Cracker Barrel and going there specifically with me was brought up. So I'm going to go back uh, here to, to last week. Uh, here, here's last week uh, on this here show live at the Sports Attic. Is there a Cracker Barrel around there? Oh, I'm sorry. The, uh, three, the three flights. We could do a Cracker Barrel. No, no. I don't want Cracker no, Barrel. No, we could. I'm done. Yeah, you do. Done with the Cracker Barrel. I gotta find. I never want to eat at a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> I, I've made that commitment. Never. <laughs> a little closer. Yeah, yeah. You never want to eat got, at a Cracker you, Barrel with me again. You you got very sad eyed about it. You took that very personal. But and uh, just in case you you, you guys missed. Well, that. like I said, from this day forward, there shall never be a Cracker Barrel summit with you. Oh, there it is. Never wow. Never again. Well, and that's right when that's right when the peace talks broke down, but you know, we we went back to the table and uh you know, I helped facilitate a a, a plan that brought uh, us together at a cracker barrel 
Um, so, I mean, uh, you know, what I brought to the table was absolutely marvelous. Wonderful. Well, Good people. I sent you a text saying, asking if uh, if we could still, even though I had mentioned that I wasn't going to be able to do Bears training camp, I sent you a text saying, hey, let's do Bears training camp. And I sent you a text that then said, we should probably stop at Cracker Barrel afterwards. And your instant answer was yes. Like, you didn't even question it. Just yeah, bang. because I didn't want to hurt your feelings anymore. You know, I, I thought I'd be the bigger guy and uh, I uh, step I up. Out, I threw out an olive branch at you, an olive, olive brunch. A branch of a branch of an olive tree. I threw out the olive branch at you and said, "Hey, we should still try to do this." And I like that you're a stand-up guy, and you said yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was bringing the people together. You hey, know, Pat you O'Donnell know, is tall. Did you know that? Yes, I did. Is Pat O'Donnell the uh, the guy from um, Pat O'Donnell the guy from like uh, Entertainment Tonight? No, that's Nora O'Donnell. Okay. Who, who that's a lady. Pat, he's the punter. He's been the punter for like six years. Oh, yeah, mega punt. Yeah, he's a tall fella. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a punter, I mean, I'm just, uh, just saying. <laughs> Absolutely knocked it out of the park. There's a 6'5 tight end out there. Man, that guy was big. Yeah, a lot of size, you know. They, they, uh, the team is uh, is coming together. Uh, of course, we won't know what's going on. Um, Bill Goldberg was there at, at training camp, and he yelled at somebody for recording uh, the, the practice because I think maybe they, someone from the Patriots was there, and uh, he, that guy got yelled at. And the guy, you know, he came over. And he says, "You can't film. We don't want the secrets getting out to the Packers." You know, that was a, his, his little joke, and some people left and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's funny because the the touchdown pass that I saw, it's uh, I'll retweet it from our account here on uh, on Twitter. Uh, somebody from the stands was recording it, and it's out there on Twitter with like uh, 280 retweets. So I don't think they're going to ask anybody to take this one down because it's just kind of a fun thing with uh, right, Matt Nagy. Right. I don't know. Well, like well, I said, uh, from this day forward, there shall never be. At Cracker Barrel Summit with you. That's official. Day one-ish. Uh, never again will, uh, will we eat at, uh, from this day forward, Clark, there will never be another uh, Cracker Barrel. What if the Young Bucks called into the show right now and they said, hey, guys, can you meet us at a Cracker Barrel? I need you both there at the same time. Would you... Then go. Yeah, but I, I'd forget to text you. Huh? I'd forget to text you. I would just go. So then when you showed up and they saw that, they'd say, sorry, we needed you both, and then they'd walk on. All right. Well, I'll, then, I have the, then I'll come on the show next week, and I'll have this exciting story about how I went to meet the Young Bucks, and uh, I got there, and they, they declined business. Mm-hmm. Now, from what I saw today, I I don't think the running back situation has taken a huge step back by any means. Or, or maybe no, I am. haven't even a step back after losing Jordan Howard. Yeah, uh, Tariq Cohen had some uh, some speed still that didn't go away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He looked good out there. He looks like he belongs. You know, he's he's a very uh, tiny fella compared to everybody else. 
So he stands out when he's standing on that sideline and, uh, you know, he, he commands respect and he, he looks, he looks like a running back out there. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to see what he does in this offense. I I don't. Yeah. I also noticed uh, Khalil Mack uh, coming on for the defense. When the defense first came over to the offensive field for like some seven on seven drills or something, he ran like he sprinted across the field to get there. Like he, that dude is hungry. It's nice to see him at a training camp. You know, we went last year and he wasn't there, of course. Right. Yeah. 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 He was, he's there. He, he bull rushed like in the first drill, he bull rushed like three linemen. And yeah, uh, got to Mitch, you know. They don't, of course, hit because it's uh, yeah, they don't preseason. A couple people have said team. about that. It, it must have been like the first time they've been there in a few years because, you know, it, it, in the last, what, three to five years, there have been a lot less contact at, at the practices these days. Yeah. In, and I don't think they, they hit the quarterback anyways. I mean, that's pretty standard. He wears True. a red True. jersey. Right. He wears right, the right. red jersey. So, uh, The orange jersey is what the Bears put him in. Of course. Right, right. Here's an update. The uh, the new guy from Detroit hit a home run. The Cubs lead the Athletics one nothing. Bottom of the first. How do you feel about that, Larcher? A little disappointed. I'd like to see St. Louis, you know, reclaim that uh, top spot and uh, start working forward. It's time for change in the uh, in the division. It's time for, for change as we speak. Yeah, you know, I want to see a new coach next year. I want to see, uh, I want to see some things blown up a little bit. The only way, you know, that you get there is uh, maybe a little change in the the, the standings. I mean, you know, uh, with the with the catcher going down, uh, you know, you lose a lot of hitting. So, you know, I don't know if uh, if we're going to be able to hold off St. Louis because you got. I mean, St. Louis is a game and a half back, and uh, of course, you know, you lost to them. And uh, you know it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough. They gotta they gotta figure out that hitting situation and get that lineup back in order. Yeah, I I I appreciate you bringing it up, Al. They they are they are a game and a half up in in the division now. Uh, they they've won again today. They they they've they've done fine winning winning at home. It's winning on the road that is that big oh, issue. Oh yeah. Uh, some some crazy news. So. Uh, it, People saw Wilson Contreras uh, pull up with a hamstring issue the other day. He had the MRI. Yeah, it's a hamstring. He's out four weeks. So it looks like Taylor Davis is coming up. Maybe they will address the catcher situation. Victor Garantini is there, of course. He was backing up uh, Contreras. Uh, I bet that guy Garantini's a a win. Yeah, Schwarber is there to be an emergency catcher if needed. He's already begging to to play the position, apparently. Um, But other weird news is that – Craig Kimbrell uh, today went on the uh, the injured list with a swollen knee, and that is the closer um, who's here. I'll tell you what, put him on that list right now for 10 days. I, I'm good with that for right now. But it's just been kind of a weird day. Uh, they just need to keep on winning ballgames. Uh, that new guy, uh, that new outfielder, uh, Castellanus, I – Alan pronounces his name from the school of Larcher on this one here. It's Castellones or something. Castellanos. Yeah. You don't wow. run. 372 feet. Good for him. Anyway. That's uh, yeah. exciting. Exciting stuff. Uh, Boy, I it is always wait. fun to go down there with you, Al. Um, I And then on the way back, of course, we picked up my, my two-year-old and my almost 10-month-old daughter. 
uh, and and they slept pretty much the whole hour back to your place. Darn near the whole, yeah. darn near the whole thing. Yeah, it was uh, good times, good times and great oldies. Uh, oh, I boy, up, I got caught up on the uh, the road to All Out. You and I were going to go see All Out uh, from AEW. Right, right. Follow up show. Well, I mean, they, AEW's had some shows now, but the a year ago, uh, that the same night a year ago, we were at All In, and now we're at All Out, presented by the actual company that they formed after that, AEW. Man, I'm excited. I watched the road uh, as you had suggested. There, right now, there's three episodes out. Some pretty good stuff. Uh, I like I like the way that they're they're leading into everything. Right. Yeah, yeah, it shows uh it shows they got some uh storytelling skills. And uh you know, we'll see how that goes uh moving forward, but yeah, exciting exciting times in the uh, wrestling world. You think Hangman Page looked uh looked okay in that that first episode? Uh they had Giovanni introduce him. Uh do you think he came out looking strong there? No, not really. But but he he pulled out his stitches, Al. He did. He's ready to fight because he wants to see the blood every day. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I didn't think it was all that special. I don't it, think it needs to be all that special. It, there's going to be some more episodes. Am I wrong? Or at least one more episode? Yeah, probably at least one more. Uh, but, I mean, he's your world champion. Like, he he's in line to win the world title. You know, I don't know if he's going to or not. I still say you go with Jericho. Uh, and I want to like Hangman Page. Uh, you know, we we've talked uh, we've talked some music. I like the kid. Uh, he's uh, all the potential in the world. Uh, but I, I think, still feel like Jericho is the right call. I think Jericho could do a great job of winning the match and putting him over. Still, you, you know, I think I think you could still have Adam Page come out of this strong. I really the do. Hangman, the Hangman Adam Page. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, you mentioned it to me before, but the uh, Sean Spears, of course, uh, the ten fella from uh, from WWE, uh, they're telling a darn good story right there, Larcher. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I wasn't all that interested in uh, the ten guy. Uh, still not really all that interested in the ten guy, but uh, they're they're starting to piece together reasons why he attacked Cody. If you didn't know, he he uh, whacked Cody Rhodes upside the head with a chair that busted open the back of Cody's head, requiring some stitches. Um, Vince McMahon, of course, recently in a conference call referred to it as, uh, we're not going to be doing the blood and guts like those other guys. So. Of course. So, and there was a little subtle, uh, there was a little subtle dig at that in the last episode. When they're, you saw all of them, correct? Yeah, I did. You know, you know the uh, contract signing. Yes. With the uh, Cody Rhodes, if you notice yep. on the dry, the dry erase board and behind it, they have a couple things that were like check marks of what they need for the next show, and they uh, one of them is blood and guts. Oh, that's amazing. That's funny. I like that a lot. Um, I, I don't know. I kind of dug the way that they that they were telling that story and in their contract signing, they just did it in a conference room with the whiteboard behind it. You had the um, uh, who 
well, the, the, the lawyer was there, who's the Jaguars yeah, from the lawyer, Jaguars, AEW yeah. lawyer, and then like some, some other exec with AEW, right? Like, a, a, like from the business side. Yeah, um, I think. Anyway, they, they were there, and Tully was in the room to make sure, before Cody got there, Tully made sure that Cody could only have one person out in the ring with him. Not like the last time, not like a year ago when he brings out uh, DDP and his dog and all these other, you know, his, his wife, Brandy, they only get one because Tully's going to be there with him. So now I'm guessing the next episode we find out, or maybe they say it'll be a mystery guy. I don't, I don't know where they're going with that, but I enjoyed it because then Cody walked in, didn't even read the damn thing, just signed the contract and walked out. I don't know. Yeah. The I, lawyer, I like, the, I like the, the lawyer was trying to tell him like, Hey, they added this last second clause. It wasn't a big clause. Like, like, like you said, it's just, uh, only one person could be allowed at ringside with Cody, and most likely it'll be his wife, because uh, God knows she needs uh, more airtime. And uh, he uh, he's like, I don't care. I don't, he didn't even want to hear what the stipulation was. He's like, I don't care. He just signed it and walked out. Well, and it's not that big of one. I mean, Cody Cody wrestles a lot with one or less people out there with him. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. And if I recall when we were there at all in and, and his team came out, didn't most of them go to the back? Yeah. Yeah, they did. But then yeah, it, yeah. Uh, diamond Dallas page came out and he interfered in that match. Sure. Sure. But I don't know. It, it didn't seem like, uh, it, but it, even still, like they, they had started out following the stip, like what the stipulation would be. Anyway, it's, it's, it's getting more interesting. They've spent a lot of time on it. Like I'd say that most of the time on the three episodes of Road to All Out have been on the Cody and Sean Spears match. Right. I saw a yeah. little bit about Darby Allen, Joey Janela, and Jimmy Havoc. I give a little bit more of a care. Not too much. And then uh we got to hear John Moxley talk about Kenny Omega. And Yeah. I like I liked what he had to say. Go ahead. He explained why he went to Japan, you know, why he's in the G1 right now. You know, he wanted to experience what Kenny had been through and, uh, you know, kind of see what Kenny was doing in Japan so he could be ready for him uh, because this is going to be a fight coming up here in a couple weeks. So, I think yeah, I thought that was a good story. I, I buy yeah. it. I like that story. Yeah, absolutely. It, it makes sense if you're going to present this as more of a sport than than the other product. That is something that you would absolutely do, no doubt about it. I so far things seem all right. I don't know. And then Raw's uh, Raw's been struggling in the ratings. SummerSlam is this weekend. Uh, I, I I found out. Uh, well, you informed me that I'm going to be missing uh, SummerSlam live because I, I booked my birthday dinner. Um, at the same time, so well, so I'm gonna miss it live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By default, we're going to one of the best Italian restaurants in Chicago. And oh, yeah, absolutely, I five stars, five stars. OG, you know, it's original. It that's, is. Uh, that's gonna be all right, my friend. Never-ending pasta. This place has. You 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 can order pasta, and you it just keeps coming. Wine. Yep. Wine, yeah, some wine, maybe some salad. I think uh, I think Olive Garden has a mean margarita. That that makes a lot of sense. 
I think they have some some fine red wine. You know, last year I went to a, a fancy Japanese restaurant, but it was hibachi, so only like six people could sit down. So I wanted a place that was a little bigger, and uh, you know, we 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 can enjoy some uh, some time together. Uh, I think they have kind of a back room. I'm going to call them and see if maybe we could get that. Uh, so we could, yeah. uh, you know, float around a little bit and just take over the Olive Garden. I figure, you know, after 40 years of living, why go fancy? Uh, do, let's just let's just That's do the true. damn Olive Garden. It, it, it'd be a chain and uh, be as cliche as possible. So it seems like people are excited because I I know I am. Uh, it'll it'll be a good time. I can't wait. Uh, that's next Sunday, so we'll talk all about it on Monday, and then after, like, we're just weeks away from All Out. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it because we went on that bachelor trip last week uh, out in the woods, and I think I got the Lyme disease. You don't know that, have you checked? I have you look. You you were talking about this last week on the show. You were talking about it this morning. Have you checked? Yeah, I think I'm. I'm pretty sure I got the Lyme disease. How how do you, what what makes you think that? I can't sleep. Okay, I was up all night yeah. last night. Yeah, but you're up all night every night. I felt a little nauseous when I woke up this morning. See, it's proof. I I'm a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hello. Hey there. Yeah. Hey. I, I couldn't agree more. Al, uh, the Facebook live feed has uh, has dropped the ball on us here, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get that fired right back up because why not? Let's see. All right, Clark. You like who, 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 call, you can give us a call. Who's Let's your favorite bear? Eight eight three four. Go ahead. Who's your who, who's your favorite Bears fan of all time? My yep. favorite Bears fan of all time? Yeah, you just answered it. It was wonderful. You're my favorite Bears fan. Yeah, I know. That's what you just said. When? <laughs> what? <laughs> you... <clears throat> I, I just realized you can't hear what I'm doing, so. Oh, no, 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 no. I can't hear at all whatever it is that you're doing. I can hear your voice, so that's good. That's a plus. I just, uh, I don't hear anything else. Wow, Paige is posting some pictures. She's looking good. What's she What's she up to? Is she still on Raw at all? Or on SmackDown at all? Yeah, I think she still, like, sometimes manages the, the Asian girls. Uh, yeah. but yeah, I think she's dating some rock star or something. And, uh, I don't know. She, she doesn't mind, uh, she doesn't mind showing skin on the Instagram, which is much different than, uh, Jerry Briscoe who just joined, uh, uh, Instagram. I've, I've been enjoying him. He just got on there and, you know, he's an old man trying to figure it out and it's uh it's a fun watch. Did he accidentally do something wrong? Did he think no. he was sending a direct message to somebody and sent it to everybody? No, no, that was me. That was me. Oh, whoops. I didn't – I wasn't going to say anything. I'm doing Instagram. Don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to figure it out. 
please help me and follow me at the FG Briscoe, Instagram only. We'll take trips around the country looking for the next WWE superstar, and I'll give you tours around my jungle here in Florida. I don't know what we'll do, but we'll have fun trying to figure it out. Talk to you later. Yeah, the great uh, Jerry Briscoe, the lead scout of the WWE, if you didn't know. And oh. uh, he's one of the guys who got Brock Lesnar. Is he still the lead scout of the WWE? I believe he is, yeah. I mean, he's a huge uh, collegiate wrestling fan. So, is he? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I think the Briscoe brothers, uh, legit, were, like, really good uh, college wrestlers uh, who became professional really wrestlers. Are the, uh, the yeah. Briscoe brothers from Ring of Honor, are they really Briscoes? No, no, they're not related to Jerry Briscoe. Oh, okay. They do kind of look like him. Like they got the dark features. I mean, Jerry. Sure. I think the I think the old Briscoe brothers, the OGs, uh, have a little Native American in them. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, I thought it was well. That was a big memory of last year's uh, All Out. You know, which was the lead into the. Uh, or the lead into the, uh, to the All In show at Starcast, and uh, I didn't know I didn't know they weren't scheduled to be there. And all of a sudden, I walked down these stairs, and I seen a far corner at a card table just sitting there. It's Pat Patterson and Jerry Briscoe. So oh, of course, you know, I had to go over and say hi and talk to a little uh, karaoke with Pat Patterson and uh, some scouting with uh, Jerry Briscoe. And wow, uh, yeah, they um. They didn't have, uh, they didn't have a line. There weren't no. people knocking on their door. No, and there was no pre-buy. I I don't think uh, it was known they were going to be there. I think they were flown in to do the roast. Oh, I forgot who was okay. getting roast, but I think it was Jerry Lawler, maybe. So no, it was uh, it was Pritchard. Pritchard. Okay. So oh, they yeah, came yeah. in. I I think they came in as a surprise to do the roast and. Uh, yeah, they were there, so they were like, well, we might as well make a little money. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, I'll pay money to meet uh, Briscoe and Patterson. Right. Well, hell, they were the in great town. Minds. They were in town, so what the hell? Why wouldn't they set up a table and sell some autographs? He, he, he went, uh, Jerry Briscoe went to Oklahoma State on a wrestling scholarship. I went to uh, Oklahoma State on a, uh, a football scholarship in the new Madden game. Where uh, oh, uh, I was right. a quarterback. Yeah, well, it didn't work out well. I huh? thought he went to Oklahoma. I thought it was JR's Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oh, you were just talking about J- Briscoe was Oklahoma State, though. Right, right, right. I, I didn't know there was a difference. I don't want to offend all those Oklahoma listeners of the. Lumpy They're called Lumpy. Okies, Clark. Well, are they Okies? They are Okies. Yeah. Oh, I oh it.
I'd like to thank Clark. Hello. 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 Well, I don't I don't know if I this thing is on. Uh, apparently the PC police came. Hello. Hello. This is a riveting uh riveting programming. 760-454-8834. It's a number to call, because uh, right now I need a, I don't just need a co-host, I need a brother. Clark. Well, you know, I finished up uh, Orange is the New Black last night. That was uh, exciting. If, if you dropped off that show, if you stopped watching, there's no need to come back. There, there really isn't. It was a... If you stuck with it, I thought the ending was fine. It was a lovely ending. Um, they definitely went into uh, preach mode. Uh, text Clark here. And, uh, yeah, so that was a, it was a, it was a decent ending. You know, well, not one of my favorite series. It was, it was a series I invested in and, uh, as far as time goes. No, I can't hear you. Hello. This is a a lovely uh, post-training camp show uh, where there might be some technical difficulties as Clark is from his, he's broadcasting from his secret lair uh, underground, and of course I'm up in the attic, and the, the PC police just came and shut everything down, and because uh, you can't say Okie, you can't because the the Okie uh, were poor Oklahomans who who left during the Dust Bowl and headed to to California, and nobody wanted to give them jobs, and uh, so they were they were seen as Okies, and uh, they they were kind of uh, you know there were signs in the window you know hiring no Okies. So that, that that's quite a give me two minutes. What do you mean two minutes? I'm sitting here talking about Okies on a damn sports show and you need two minutes. Woo, it is spicy up in the attic tonight. So training camp was uh, uneventful, which is good. I mean a, a, a an eventful training camp would be trouble. Hello. Wow. 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 I don't know what went down there, Larcher. The PC police. The blog talk gods didn't want me around. The PC police got upset because of, uh, we mentioned Okies. That's what it was. They they cut me down right there. That's what it was. I'll be darned. Well, I'm happy to be back. Thank goodness. Well, we're happy to have you back because the show, it was going nowhere fast uh, with you. And, And then without you, it was dead. The show was dead. We we were discussing. Yeah, we were discussing uh, Clark and uh, you know all the all the grievances we have with you. 
And uh, mm-hmm. I told the audience, I, I mentioned to the audience which uh, which one of your kids' names I didn't like. No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah, we met, we went through that. We took some calls on it. The people, the people agreed with me. This goes straight to to uh, to podcasts after the show, Al. Did you know that? Yeah, but that part it was inexclusive. It was it wasn't recording. Like you, you could push a button on Blog Talk, and it says, "Do you want to record this section?" I said, "No," because Clark's not here yet. So, well. I mean, are we just feeling blessed because we're able to come back? Because we're back? Or what do you think, man? I'd like to thank Clark. No, I agree. Thanks, Coach Nagy. That, of course, was from last year. Boy, that coach, uh, he's jacked. Which one? Nagy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's out there. He's fired up. He's moving. He's jacked. It's cool. Well, I mean, he's like he's hitting the weights. Yeah, he is. He sure is. Uh, so I wanted to get into more year-long stuff this year. This year, I want, of course, I'm, I'm focusing on my daily fantasy, but I wanted to also do a little more on the year, the yearly and stuff. You, you did want to play more yearly, but you didn't want to play more yearly uh, in leagues with me. You're you're done with me. You're over with oh. me. You want you, you want somebody else to be in a league over me. Well, that goes without saying. So I've been putting it out there that I've been looking for uh, you know leagues, and I get an email today from some guy I talked to about a year ago who wanted to start up a dynasty auction league, and I've, I've, that's not the kind of uh, fantasy I generally play. But I was like, all right, you know, let's let's try it. And then today I get the email, and he's talking about uh, about penalties. Yeah, what, what are the punish? He's the word punishments. What you know, they'll, you they'll, to... they'll be what losers. The... They'll be they'll be punishments for losers. And I hit him back. I'm like, dude, you know, in six days I'm going to be forty. I'm not really interested in doing frat boy bullshit over fantasy football. So he texted me back. He's like, uh, well, I, you know, I thought about that, and I think uh, we'll also have, like, a buyout option. Would you be interested in that? I'm like, okay, you know, sure. So then he, he, he follows up with an uh, email to the group, and he's like, hey, you know, uh, we'll have uh, physical punishments, but if you want to opt out of them, there'll be, a, there'll be a buyout option, and you'll pay the league uh, fees, uh, the league site fees. The loser pays league site fees. And I'm thinking, all right, you know. And then he quotes $150. Holy shit. It's like, I don't know what the fucker's thinking. Like, uh, wh- number one, how are you, what site are you using? Or what fucking thing are you doing that the league costs $150? That's my first question. Uh, my second question is, uh, what, is it, what do you mean physical things? I mean, uh, you know, what, are you going to have to swim Lake Michigan? It, it's fucking ridiculous. So I'm looking yeah. for adult leagues. I, I don't know if I might even drop out of this because it's, it's a little a little too much, a little too frat boy for me. Huh. It might be time to leave that league. That might not be the league for you, Al. Get out of it. Get out of it and go. I, however, folks, uh, I'm looking for league a league to join. Uh, because I, I lost one uh, that I was a part of, but I am no longer welcome, even though I was in the uh, I was in the finals last year. 
I did make it to the championship round. In the I league. think I think if people have been listening to this show for a while, they'll remember the teeth I had to pull to get you to join the league. I had to basically beg you to play. Well, because you you were just you were, I was charity at that point, and I ain't charity for nobody, pal. At that point, exactly. you me about. I was looking for somebody to play. I thought it'd be fun to have you in the league because you used to work at this. The, the base of the league is based out of my job, and uh, you used to work there. You were part of that. You were a little history, and you'd been in the league in the past. And you know, I thought it would be a, it would be a nice thing. You and I would be in the same league, and uh, you know, we play the same game. And it was it was like pulling teeth to get you in, and. So when I went to the Facebook group, your name was, wasn't there. You removed yourself from the Facebook group. Oh, that's true. I did leave last year. So that's where yeah. the headcount was. So when I went yeah, to do the headcount, head you were missing, and I didn't look to see who it was. I just knew, okay, well, the, here are the, here are the uh, uh, 11 people still in the league. I'm going to get rid of – I did cut out, like, uh, uh, Keegan. You know, she, uh, I, I took her out because I wanted to make space for people who are working at the job currently who want in in the league, and uh-huh. we don't need to fill in this year. So, you know, I took out, uh, you know, so, uh, a friend of Scott. So I got my guy, all right, let's, we need to get Charlie Hogan back. We need to get one of the other KJs back. Uh, I need to get these guys in. And uh, I would have been fine with you still in the league if, if you were a part of that head count. But oh, because so you pulled Hogan yourself out of that group, huh? Charlie Hogan. Charlie Hogan, yeah. Oh, great, neat, fun. I never get to play with Charlie Hogan. You know, um, I was just talking with a lot of people in my league, and um, I there is somebody else uh, from home who could get into the league with my my buddies from home. Well, I already asked you. You told me I'm good. Like I never told you you were good in this league. So, you know, if you're saying I'm in, and now you're saying I'm out, then that's a little shady. There's a bit of a waiting list, and it, it's another hometown person, and everybody, pretty much everybody else in that league is hometown. So I don't. I'm just saying. But I they mean, love me, you know. They had a villain, and you're uh, part of. You're part of. Yeah, you push me as the villain. That, they had a big city villain, and uh, you know, I I uh, I appreciated that, and they appreciated me. So I think the league as a whole would love to have me back. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't know where the league. I I didn't realize that I should have been on top of this already. You're all over it. Like you're already there. Yeah. No. I got my league voting done. We do. Uh, we do a vote every year. We're moving. Uh, the big move was we're moving to uh, uh, decimal based scoring as opposed to uh, uh, you oh, know every ten to. yards. No, nope, I don't want to hear about it. You probably shouldn't. I'm not interested. Decimal scoring. Yeah. That's yeah, how a, uh, a good league runs. It lets the people decide, you know, That's the rules. I have the I have the the, the decimals like there there's partial points, half points, things like that. The, your league what didn't have any half points, right? It was full points only. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think you got a point every ten yards. And now you all of a sudden now want to do half point PPRs. Right, right, and when when you were in my league, when it was a half point PPR, 
you were bitching. When I said I'm going to do a half-point PPR to introduce these guys into what PPR is, I, I did that wrong, actually, now knowing what I know now. But then, but I, I wanted to do some kind of PPR, and a lot of people had never done one at all. So I thought, ah, let's do a half point. And I had done that in another league before. But I don't know. What what switched in your philosophy, Al? Why what? Why why do you, what switched in your philosophy? Why why a do lot you of things, Clark. half point half point over full point? Um because in the professional tournament plays uh, they play half point, and I, I wanted to get in line with more of a, a pro-based scoring system, so uh, I figured it was time. It was time to move on to uh, the half point. I saw the light. I've been baptized. By the fire in my touch. And the yeah. taste of your eyes. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Well... I'm glad that we were able to come back <laughs> to this lovely show tonight. Right. Yeah. We almost got into a car accident on the way back. Wait. Oh, yeah. With my kids in the car. With your kids in it. Yeah. It would have been an ugly one, too. That person didn't stop. They pulled out. Was... I had to move into the other lane, which I did make sure was safe to move into the other lane. But somebody had pulled out into my lane, like driving down a highway. Listen, I have no problem giving you shit, you know, obviously. And uh, if you were in the wrong, I'd tell you, like when you almost ran over that lady in training camp, uh, when you plowed through that poor woman. uh, We were walking walking at the time. It was not a vehicle. You were in the wrong on that situation, but in this car, you did absolutely nothing wrong. True. In fact, I would beg to say that it did something right. I checked my mirror. I did defensive driving. And I moved over into the left lane, making sure that that lane was okay beforehand, and and we're safe, and we're back. You said it last week, Al, when we were heading to Indianapolis. You said you told me that my life was in your hands, and I I take that to heart, and I I drive with with you in mind, and 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 my children as well. So I'm glad we made. Well, it. that's good. Yeah, yeah, you did a well job. You you were you showed your skills day. as a professional driver. People die on those roads every day. They really they do. do. And you got to be careful out there. You absolutely should. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. That is all. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, I was. Uh, I, I finished my my light beer. My my truly. Yeah. You're true. You're true. You light beer. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Hulk Hogan was on the Stone Cold podcast, which is back only a few episodes in, and I don't know. I thought it was a pretty pretty good episode. Uh, learned quite a bit about Hulk Hogan. Not sure if I, not sure what is a work coming out of his mouth and what's not, but I don't know. He does a fine job of putting himself over at all times. Well, I believe in the man. He takes his prayers. He says his vitamins. He threw and out. And he believes vitamin. in himself. He threw it out there like it's still a thing. He really did. Uh, just kind of neat because Stone Cold, the top of his game. I think you and I discussed that on the way back. Like Hulk Hogan was at the top of his game for a lot longer than anybody ever has. Uh, oh, no from, question. Uh, yeah, from AWA 
to you know WWF to WWF to WCW back to WWE. Like, I mean, even when it came time for him and The Rock to to wrestle against each other, they didn't expect the crowd to go over on Hogan like like he did, like they did. Nobody did. Yeah. No. And he was still there proving that he was at the top. It's unreal, even at his age at the time. I think he mentioned he's about 66 now. And his yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I definitely heard that because I was like, oh, wow, he's he is close to 70. Sure, absolutely. Uh, so I didn't, I didn't know until the podcast that he got to a point where his, his wife was told that he may never walk again. That that's some scary shit, and of course, you know, with neck and back surgeries and things like that, like that, that'll happen. But anyway, well, I just went to uh, the big DraftKings website because week one uh, pricing is out. And I was going to go kind of look at those, and now uh, now I've been lost, and they're doing the uh, SummerSlam DraftKings promotion for five grand, and uh, so now I'm I'm working through that. It it looks like it's ten questions, and you get points per question. Like question three, will will the total number of RKOs performed by Randy Orton be over or under one and a half? I'm gonna take the under. Okay. Next question. All right. So yeah, which announce table which announce table will be broken first during SummerSlam? English, Spanish, other. Or no tables will be broken. Spanish. I'm going Spanish. English. Ah, contrarian, Clark. Would. Always go contrarian. Okay. Will Becky Lynch retain? I'm going to say yes. Which move will Brock Lesnar perform more during the Universal match? The suplex or the F5? I'm going to say the suplex. I think that's okay. a pretty safe one. Oh, and the point totals actually go up. This is a 10-point question. We moved out of the five category. The outcome of the WWE championship match will be determined by pinfall, submission, disqualification, or other. Let's see. Kofi, I think you want a clean win. Uh, he's fighting. I'm going to go pinfall. That's the safest bet. Will any uh, NXT superstars debate? Uh, debut versus SummerSlam. I'm going to say no. Will the number of SummerSlam matches determined by submission be over or under two and a half? I'm going to say under. Of course, one match will is guaranteed to, so you have an easy one there. But I can't see more than two. Excluding the 24-7 championship, how many championships will change hands at SummerSlam? I'm going to go one to two. I can go five plus. I, you know what? I'm going to go three Excluding to four. Cause... Huh? Excluding what? Excluding the 24-7 title. Okay. Oh, here's a tough one. Rank rank these matches in the order they will happen. Universal Championship, WWE Championship, SmackDown Women's, and Raw Women's. I'm going to say SmackDown 1. I'm going to go 
which which title's on Brock? Does he have the WWE or the Universal? Universal is on Brock. All right, I'm gonna go two for WWE, three for Raw Women's, four for Universal. All right, I'm happy with that. And the final question: This is the tiebreaker, Clark. Are you excited? Yeah. What will what will the total time of the last match, bell to bell, in minutes and seconds be? If it's Brock and uh, what's his name, uh, Seth, I'm gonna go under twenty. I'm gonna go sixteen minutes. And oh, if I could get a night, sixteen twenty one. That's it. That's and you answer. get to pick that. You get to write your own in. Yeah, it's a slider. It's a slider. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Boom. You should probably do yours, Clark, and then uh, we'll see who uh, who wins. Okay. What What will be the first match at SummerSlam? The United States Championship, the SmackDown Women's Championship, the WWE Championship, or the Women's Tag Team Championship? Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, on this one, the United States Championship. All right. I believe I went with Women's Tag. How many times will the 24-7 championship change hands during SummerSlam? Zero, one, two, or three plus? I'm going to go with uh, with zero. No, SummerSlam. No, they like this title a lot. Uh, they don't want to eh, – I'll go with zero. Why not? Uh, will the total number of archaeologists performed by Randy Orton be over or under one and a half? I'll go with over. Which announce the table will be broken first during the event? I think they're going to throw us for a loop and go English on this one. Will Becky yeah. Lynch retain? Yeah, she retains. Keep that on her. Which move will Brock Lesnar perform more during the Universal? Suplex or F5? Suplex. That's the, where the smart money should be. The outcome of the WWE Championship will be determined by pinfall, submission, disqualification. We're going to go with um, pinfall. Will any NXT superstars debut during SummerSlam? Yes. Will the number of SummerSlam matches be determined by submission be over or under two and a half? I'll go with under. And excluding the 24 championship, how many championships will change hands at SummerSlam? One to two. Drag and drop to rank these matches in order that they will happen. The Raw Women's Championship. The WWE Championship. The SmackDown Women's Championship. Or the Universal Championship. You know, when I said you should do this, I was thinking more like at home. I am. Well, I guess you are at home. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking more like. Yeah, no, you did it right. Perfect. Nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. You know, I feel like they just throw the WWE Championship at the beginning way too much. They do. That's one way to. I don't know if they're going to continue to do that or not. Yeah, I I I think it. SmackDown, WWE. Raw Women's Then Universal Championship. <sighs> what did you do there? We just went through this, Clark. I literally, on the air, we went, I just listed them. Okay. What will the total time of the last match? And then and you went, you, you now you've, you yeah, you've recapped. Yes. And I'm going to say 16 minutes and 58 seconds. Okay. You took me over. Boom. Well, no, you took the under. So I'm looking at week one DraftKings pricing. 
I'm looking at quarterback I mean, right now. Did that cost uh, me money? What? No, it was free. Oh, okay. Well, great. That's Patrick all Mahomes. Yep. Patrick Mahomes is at uh he's the most expensive quarterback at uh, seventy two hundred. Going against Jacksonville, I'm not touching that. Trying to find a little value here. Jameis Winston at six six, uh, going up against the Tampa Bay Buck or uh, going up against San Francisco Forty ers in Jacksonville. I think you might find some value there. He's expensive though. All the prices, all quarterback prices are very very much close. It's like five five plus. Uh, so fifty five hundred on fifty five hundred to get you Kirk Cousins against Atlanta. Okay. And then. Uh, you know, then you start getting into starters like uh, Goff is at 62, Winston's at 63, Cam's at 65. So pricing very interesting week one. Man, I don't even see uh, – oh, maybe his game's not – I don't see Tom Brady in here, but maybe it's probably his game's probably not in that uh, this game, this slate. Running back, ooh, you got two in the 9,000s. You have uh, Barkley and Elliott. 8-8 eight, eight yeah. will get you McCaffrey. Gurley at 7-9. David Johnson, probably good pick here against uh, the Lions at 7-7. Seven, seven. Uh, Gordon is listed at 7-5. I wonder where they have Eckler. Because let's say Gordon doesn't play. You could yeah. play Eckler at 5-5. Five, five. So there, there's a... There's a week one probably, especially in a cash game, a must play. If because uh, remember these prices yeah, are locked, like so that. if Gordon doesn't go, but I mean his 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 uh, the percentage that he's played is going to skyrocket, obviously. At that point, yeah. is Zeke going to go? Is Zeke, Zeke going to yes. be there week one? I I, yeah. I would I would say eighty five percent yes. What do you think of uh, of Bell uh, at seventy one hundred? Um, look, it's it's up against. They're playing Buffalo, and uh, they're at home in New York. Uh, Bell's going to want to be featured. Bell is going to get featured. Uh, their coach is a real, uh, you know, uh, idiot. Yeah, you know, we, you know the coaches, right? Uh oh, they got our guy. Yeah, uh, uh, Cutler's buddy. Yeah, I don't even remember his name. No, me neither. He, the the big thing he did when he got to the Jets was his eyes. Everybody was talking about his eyes. Yeah, crazy eyes. Yeah. He uh he also said he didn't want Bell. So there's some interesting uh Wait, developments there. Yeah, yeah. It was uh I don't know if it was leaked or whatever, but it uh, it was said like. That was all the that was all ownership. He he was not interested in Bell. So, but we do know he likes to run. Uh, is it Pace? Is his name Pace? Is that right? I'm so tired. It's the middle of the Pace, night, Clark. Adam Gase. Adam Gase. Ryan that's right. Pace, Ryan Pace and Adam Gase. Adam Gase. Gase. Uh, Gase runs a, a pretty slow offense, and you mix that with. Uh, with Bell, I think I, you know, I think Bell's going to get a carry. I, I think that is actually a good play at seventy one hundred. Um, he's going to want to make a statement. 
I found, I remember last year, all the stars went off. Like, it was not the week to play, uh, you know, your uh, your deep picks. It, it was a week to go with the big guys, go with the names, because they all wanted to show up and show what they were bringing to the season. And uh, I think that's going to happen again. And I do think uh, Bell, where I'm not a big fan of him in uh, year long, I uh, although, you know, I have him ranked about 10, 11th right now. Okay. So, yeah. you know, if he was there, I would pick him, but. Not not one of my favorite picks by any means. Receivers, Tariq Hill uh, going up against Jacksonville, so that's going to be kind of a difficult matchup. Is Mike there, Evans. Yeah. Is Tariq? I believe he is. Yeah. Okay. I believe he is. Your, your number one receiver on the board is uh, Odell Beckham at 8,100 going up against the Tennessee Titans. Uh, and he's a guy, I believe last year, week one, he went off. I think that's a good pick. Uh, Julio Jones against Minnesota. He's at eight grand. Mike Evans at 7,900 with a soft matchup against San Francisco. Uh, good value there, but I think that's going to be the play everyone's going to go with. I think uh, if you want to go contrary, you're going to have to move past that. Guy like Keenan Allen, who gets no love uh, at 73 against Indianapolis. Uh, who actually has a decent secondary. That that could be a, a, a good matchup. Uh, A.J. Green still on the board, 7,200. He's obviously not going to play. Um, Amari, Amari Cooper, who I like. I like in year long. I like uh, in general. Who, if you remember, went off in those last four weeks with Dallas. He only got to that team halfway point of the season with that trade. He's at seven grand. I like that. He came in with a bang, like yeah. first there, first couple weeks, and he had a little bit of a fall off. But that's just because he started out so hot once he got there, and that was kind of a surprise. That was nice. That was fun. Uh, And then they got the two Minnesota guys back to back, huh? Thielen and Diggs. Thielen and Diggs, yeah, and that's uh, that's about where in year long. That's about where they're getting drafted as well. Uh, they're about that same position on most draft boards, and they're they're That's right next to I've each seen. other. Yeah, I've seen. I, I've been excited about both of them at different points, but I think they're about the same level of player when it comes to daily fantasy. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a big. Uh, I feel like you know they cannibalize each other, and one of them's going to have a big day. And and given my luck, I think it's going to be the one I don't play. Uh, I think I'd go digs. That first big year of Thielen, you were all over it, and you and you nailed it, man. Like, because he came kind of out of nowhere, and he was really performing well. Yeah, he there were some major, there were some numbers that were really showing that he was. Uh, interesting. They're interesting to me this year, especially being a Chicago Bears guy. Here, yeah. Uh, who who is that team? What are they? Well, Detroit's also uh, fairly interested. Uh, on Johnson. I think it's going to be a pretty solid uh, running back and probably a decent value at 5,800 against uh, Arizona week one. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that's, a, that's a play I think I'm going to – I'm penciling in right now. Uh, obviously pencil, so, you know, the racer could come out at any moment, but uh, definitely liking that. Yeah. yeah, let's see here. Pettis. Pettis uh, for San Francisco at 5'4". 
looks to be a good play right now. And of course, I've done like no research on on this. I just kind of know the names of uh, guys from year long research. Kurt Kirk up in Arizona is going to be a good play at forty seven hundred. Yeah. yeah, there's value there, and he's going to get targets. Okay. Funches, Funches, who you should never play, is at four grand. He's he's going to be Andrew Luck's number two in Indianapolis. Uh, so it's worth looking at. You know, if you if you ever believed in Funches, uh, now is the chance to to put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, uh, I really love place to be with him. That's good. At 3,800, I think this is a really good play. Uh, Paris Campbell, who most likely is going to win the starting job as the slot receiver for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, so if he if he does emerge out of camp as the slot receiver, uh, I think that's going to be Saturday uh, due to his hamstring. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's three consecutive missed practices, but the Colts don't appear to be overly worried. Yeah, that doesn't seem to be an issue. But maybe maybe week one might be jumping the gun a little bit. And then, yeah, go, dropping down to that $3,000 range, the scrub pile, uh, nobody's sticking out there at all whatsoever. Uh, now with Carolina, huh? And he'll run you $3,300 if you'd like. Yeah. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't touch much, much out of, uh, Carolina outside of Christian McCaffrey. What else? Let's see here. Uh, tight end Kelsey 7,100 again against Jacksonville. I, I Jacksonville, I believe is friendly to the tight end. If I remember correctly. You know, it's a, the cornerback shut down the receivers, but uh, I think the tight end remains open. And given the fact that it's Kelsey, who's a receiver, 7,100 may not be that bad of a play. Kittle at 6-6 is a good play. Uh, if, I, if I didn't find value at wide receiver and I, and I had to up the price, I, w- I would go with that. It seems like they're pricing um, volume tight ends pretty high. In the pricing this year, because uh, you got Kelsey seven uh, seventy one, uh, Kittle at six six, Ertz at six one, uh-huh. Howard at five G's, uh, Ingram at four eight, Ebram at four one. Now you start dropping into the uh, value tight end spots, and uh, Ninjuku, who I I don't have a lot of faith in this year, is thirty seven hundred. Uh, he's a guy I'm going to want to wait and see on. Greg Olson, interesting at 3,200. You know what, what's left of Greg Olson? Is it the corpse of Greg Olson? Is he a zombie out there, or are we getting a, a, a refreshed, ready to rejuvenated Greg Olson? Uh, that might be a gamble worth taking. They're going up against the Los Angeles Rams, so I think are pretty decent. Well, here it's an opponent ranked 25th, so uh, perhaps the Rams aren't too good at, against the tight end. That might be a good play. There's a small chance that I might see the Los Angeles Rams play in a football game live this year. Really? Yeah. Uh, at the Coliseum, there is a chance. Uh, their opponents that day on November 17th will be the Chicago Bears. Wow. There's an opening. Al, should I take it or not? Like a couple to friends go? of ours. 
yeah, we need to do a five year anniversary trip. So it may be out there to Orange County and then go up to Los Angeles to end the end the weekend with a with a game at the Coliseum between the Bears and the Rams. I mean, should have I do you, it? Have you been to L.A.? No. It's it's not it's not a great uh, it's not a great vaca- that's not a great vacation spot. Well, um, we're going to visit friends. We're going to be down in Orange County and stuff. Yeah, like, we'll be in San Diego and things like that. Well, it sounds like you're going. Well, it I don't sounds know. like this. No, it we're, it's being preliminary discussions. But if I have a chance to watch the Bears play in Los Angeles in November, that's kind yeah, of yeah, you're going to do it. Sure, I would. Right? Yeah. So. I, and it, don't get me wrong, like, it's good friends. I'm, I'm happy to hang out with them, but that's also part of the reason I would proceed with that is to, to watch that team as well. I don't know. We'll see. It could happen. The Los Angeles Rams. Who Who is that team, Al, in week one as you're, as you're speaking? The Rams? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I like uh, I like the rookie running back. If Gurley is an issue, see the problem with Gurley is he he was drafted with bad knees. Uh, you know there there was there was marks on him right out of the gate. This guy's got some knee problems. He's not going to be able to last, and that's why he he kind of fell to L.A. And uh, it was a surprise that L.A. took him as early as they did. And uh, you know he was magnificent, but they put all the the volume on him, so much volume on him. By the end of the season last year, he couldn't walk. People saw him, and they're like, you know, this guy can't even walk right now. And uh, it looks like it could be near career ending. And if you believe in Gurley, you have to also question why did the Rams draft a running back so high? Why did they bring in some free agents? Like, they're obviously concerned with that position. So I would be concerned with Gurley. Um, I think uh, I think they're gonna they're gonna have a regression this year. I don't think they're gonna be as as dominant as they were last year, um, but we'll see. You know they have a very smart coach who understands how to play to strengths. Um, they they run a fast paced game, and uh, yeah, I mean they'll be they'll be an interesting story to follow. Yeah, uh, Al Larcher. Would you accept anything less? Uh, would would it be a, anything less than the Super Bowl be a disappointment for the Chicago Bears this year? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think so. I don't think uh, I don't have a lot of faith that that's going to happen. I wouldn't be heartbroken. I don't feel like this is the year it has to happen or the window closes. Or this is the year that they're so prepared. Um, I didn't find, I didn't get super inspired by training camp today. It wasn't. Uh, I mean, there were, the year they went to the Super Bowl at training camp, there was a there was a feeling, there was an electricity in the air, and uh, there was just heat in the air today. And uh, you know, that's probably what it was. It was probably just a hot practice and it was a little yeah. slow moving. Um, and obviously, they only do what you said. There's only like eight, eight, nine practices open to the public. Eight practices open to the public. So yeah. I'm sure they don't do much on those days. They just kind of go out there, go through the motions, and then 
when the public's not there, you know, they, they pull out the game plan and they, they work right. on uh, stuff you want to see. So, but yeah, I think there's a realistic chance they could win the Super Bowl. Uh, and anytime you have a realistic chance, I think you gotta you gotta take it and you gotta look for it. So yeah, I would be disappointed if they didn't if they didn't get or win the Super Bowl next this year this coming season. Um, although again, like I said, I wouldn't be heartbroken, nor do I feel like this is the moment, and the time is now, and uh, it's now or never. I feel like next year we're gonna be one step closer to that, and next year may be the year that it has to get done. Uh, this year, it would just be uh, a cherry on the, the cake, a little uh, icing with a cherry on top of it on a wonderful foundation of uh, vanilla cake. Yep. I, I think I think you said that very well, my friend. Uh, I think uh, I, I do. I do believe that uh, it would be a disappointment if they didn't make it to the Super Bowl this year. Uh, that is what I expect. I don't expect much of a regression from the defense uh, as far as that goes under Chuck Pagano. And I believe that this offense, uh, there was a ton of room for improvement. And I think they've added some weapons, some really exciting weapons. And we've spoken about some of those earlier in the show tonight. I just, I, I have a lot of hope for them. One concern uh, for me would be uh, that, Last year, the defense stayed relatively healthy throughout the season. Uh, but they also have quite a bit of depth as well out there. Um, there's one or two guys getting hurt that I think would be quite devastating. Uh, but as far as for, my feelings are, that this team can most definitely make the Super Bowl. Absolutely. All That's right. Fun. Well, I don't, I don't know if you have anything else to say. I don't. No. Uh, I I'm pretty sure that we covered it all. I'm a lonely man sitting alone in a dark attic and I'm ready to go back to sleep. I'm a I'm sitting in a in a a darkish uh in a darkish ba- I'm in my mom's basement. You know that. You're in your mom's basement. You know I thought that was your house. Oh wait, this is Your mom owns that house? Well, on on the Facebook Live right now, somebody would be like, "Oh, it's some guy in his mom's basement with a bunch of uh, with George Washington sitting there." That's what they're looking at. That's the OG, my friend. Nobody would question uh, where well, that stands. Of course, of course not. Who would? Only some real jerks. All right, All buddy. Right, Clark. Uh, what a show. Good time. Beautiful. Well, thank you for doing the show. Thank you for uh, getting me down to Bourbon A. Thank you for joining me. And uh, yeah, next week the G1 will have completed. So we'll we'll go over the uh, the end of the G1. Uh, the Bears will have played a game, so we'll be able to talk a little game. And uh, yeah, football season is here. Fantasy is here. Good things to come. I'm uh, Sleepy Al Archer. Have a good night. I'm Clark Larson. Good night. Is there a Cracker Barrel around there? Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, I don't want it. Done with the Cracker Well, like I said, from this day forward, there shall never be 
Cracker Barrel Summit with you.